Now, is your laptop charged? My laptop is currently charged to 36%. Is that going to last? That's going to be enough, isn't it? Surely. Depends how long we go. Well, for anyone who hasn't listened to our top 10 films of 2021, there was an incident with my laptop not being charged. So, yeah, it might happen again. It's a risk we take. It is a risk. It's it's a... such a risk so much danger attached to this podcast you're the one that edits this show yeah, so uh, it's, true. it's, it's true. not a risk for me it's, no, it's purely no. work for yourself it's hours and hours of trying to work out what's going on the good news is that you, we had it so well of just going oh the batteries run out yeah. play a bit of music <laughs> play a bit of music come yeah. back again but when i listen to it i don't know what music is coming up oh yeah of course because you don't edit it so you don't know what strange stuff i've done with the pod i think i'm more ashamed that i do actually listen to our own podcast and that's uh... oh no i prefer that because i do worry you know sometimes you know when you're tired and well you won't know this when you're tired and you're editing you think you've done things then you what you really should do is go back and like double check it and i do for the most part but sometimes my double checking might have sort of slipped through so I do like it that you listen to it just in case something absolutely horrific has happened in the middle of the pod. Like a slanderous comment. Yes! yes. <laughs> Some sort of defamation or oh, slander defamation. I always get the two mixed up. For a lawyer, I know, one's in writing, one's uh, when slander you speak. Slanderous speaking. Okay, thanks, Han. Defamation. Well, liable is... Oh, yeah, and liable, defamation, yes, I forgot I think about defama- that. <laughs> I think, look, mansplaining, <laughs> I think you'll find... Isn't defamation, defamation like the act of doing it, but the specific law is slander is spoken and libel is written? I'm going to edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs> so that you not get schooled on your own law. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Top 10. Top 10 of TV. Top 10 TV. It's, it's been a while since we said we were going to actually do this because we're well into 2022 now. So, Happy New Year again, everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> Yeah, it's taken us a little while because it's taken us some time to find some space to actually sit down and do this. In the meantime, my top ten has changed quite a bit. Mine changed this morning. Oh, so, uh, did it? Yeah. Oh, that's what my next could be. On my, oh, that was going to be my next question. Edit that out as well. That was going to be my next question for you. Is has your list remained the same? But clearly, it hasn't. It might have actually been. Actually, I said this morning it was actually two o'clock this afternoon that it changed oh. when I was. And making why my list. has it? Changed? Was it just something that sprung to mind, or had you read something? No, it was. I was looking at my list and I was making notes on it, and I thought I was looking like how I presented it was. I looked through all the stuff we'd reviewed, and then looked through. I've got an app that's called TV Time that you just um, keep track of where you are on series and stuff like that. Um, and so I looked through that, and then there was one show that I. I really, really like, which, uh, for reasons which I'll explain, because mm-hmm. um, it's my number 10, I left off. But no, it's, it, it, it certainly deserves to be on there. So that's, okay. uh, yeah. It, oh, that's intriguing. There are, re- there are reasons why I left it off, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I find it really hard. I think the problem is, I've watched so much TV this year, mm. or last year, as you know, with yes. you, sat there. But there are major omissions and when I read, let's say, like the Guardian's top 50 things of the year, yeah, some of the main things I've seen, but there's a lot where I'm going, nope, 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 nope. And I know there are some programmes that I would probably love, but I just haven't found my way towards them. Or I thought that the content might be quite triggering, so I didn't watch them for those reasons. But I know that they are meant to be spectacular and therefore... I kind of feel this sense of unease that my top 10 isn't really very good, I don't really feel. 
especially down the lower levels maybe I, um, I don't know I, maybe I feel like I just if I'd seen more it would have been a different list but I suppose yeah, yeah, everyone can say that. Yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm a little bit down on my list at the moment. But I think it's because I don't I don't feel that I've seen some of the shows that I should have done. Does that make more sense? Yeah, but you it's know, it's almost like, like a sort of oh, what I've sort of missed out things. I take it. I, I know it's something that will have been added to yours this week because you're catching up on other things that you. Well, no, I'll I'll talk about that after I haven't okay. put that on my list because I didn't see it in 2012. So I'm going for a pure oh. things I've seen. In 20- no, I feel it's the I right think thing you to put do. In, you put in rules in I, that you don't need to be there. Well, I, I felt it's the right thing. That's how I started my list off. But I am going to talk about that one show that I've seen this week that I've watched in two days, which absolutely would have been on this list if I had seen it last year. We'll talk about that at the I'm end. I'm knocking off your number ten then, and uh, I'm I'm, I'm not, not going <laughs> Considering it canon. Okay. Shall we get right. on with it? Yeah, let's get on with it. Um, as we have done with our top 10 films of 2021, if you've listened back to that, we're going to go in from 10 to 1. Yeah. You're going to go, I'm going to go. If we've got something that appears on our list twice, we'll we'll wait until yeah, we will further we'll, on up the list. Yeah, we'll give each other a nod. Yeah. Don't just go into the review as you did a number of times during the film review. I got told off quite a lot in the yeah. film review, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very, very proactive with it all. You ready? Yes, go. Right, you went first in the film, so shall I go first That's on the TV? Yeah, you, you go first. I did say okay. that. Yeah, you go, because I'm intrigued now by what's your number 10. Okay, well, I don't think this... Well, I don't know. So this is This is something which made me laugh more than pretty much anything else this year. I think it's a little bit flimsy. And therefore, that's why it didn't make my list the first time. And I just kind of struck it off as was something I enjoyed. But but the more I thought about it, there is nothing else that made me, well, maybe one other thing, oh, made God. me consistently <laughs> laugh, like barely laugh as much as Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Yeah. Oh, I wish I'd put that on as well. I wish I'd put that on. It's not on my list, but I okay. totally should be. I think yeah. this was, there's been some really sniffy reviews of this. Yeah. And that was not my experience. I suspect that some of the, people's mind were made up beforehand. I don't want to judge anyone who's, who says who didn't like it, but I rolled my eyes when I heard it was coming back. But I think they had a really good cast. Greg Davis is the perfect host. He's like wonderful. Just the right side so of entertaining and acerbic. Yeah, that's the exact and, words and, that I would and he use. Just, he's so good at just taking... Not even taking... You know how previous hosts would take the mick, is what I would say. I would take yeah. the mick out, or you know, pull their leg. He's just, he just goes for them. Yeah. He just absolutely goes for them in a way that he does it and then everyone, la- you know, it's not the cruel, It's there's no cruelty attached to it. Yeah, there's no, yeah, there is no punching down on it. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely punching up to rich yes. rock stars. But it's not, yeah, you're quite right, it's not cruel. Mm. It is just, it's it's almost, a, it's a roast, I think yes. is the term. Yeah. Use. I mean, no feeling has come back and continues mm. to be his. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I yeah. think. Great I think he feels leader. he can be more no fielding than mm. he is on the Bake Off on mm. this. Yeah. Um, obviously hilarious on the Bake Off, but yeah. yeah, I think that that's it. Daisy Mae Cooper Daisy was someone Cooper. who really surprised me. Yeah. Um, having just watched this country this mm. year, um, and she's, yeah, she wasn't the person who I thought she was going to be, mm. and but that, she's so good on it and. I mean, for me, the the real star of it is Jamali Maddox. Oh yeah, totally. Um, proper breakout year for him. Between mm-hmm. was he? It was it. Welcome to my house. This, or is, this, this is, is my, my house. house. Yeah, such a good presence. Just like very dry, but, but 
but really, really funny. And that's all it needs mm-hmm. to be. Um, also, they've got really, really good guests on this year. Now, there's a lot of musicians who I can't name. Ne- never now. heard of them. Yeah. Never heard of them. But one that came to mind is Anne Marie, who yeah. was just really self deprecating, mm-hmm. but funny and witty. They had Bez and Sean Ryder from yeah. the Happy Mondays. Which you kind of think that's going to be car crash telly, but because they are so knowing about their past, about how they've aged now, how they, you know, the the their days of raving is sort of over, and now, yeah. you know, all of that comes to the fore, and they're so witty and so so to the point where. I got us tickets to go and see the Happy Mondays <laughs> because the full band are back together, including Rowetta. Yes. You know, MVP Rowetta. X Factors Rowetta. Absolutely, X Factors Rowetta. So, yeah, I bought tickets off the back of watching Nevermind the Buscuits <laughs> and going, wow, they've absolutely still got it. It's not a parody of, of them, you know, and playing along. And I think because now we're at an age where the people they've got who are doing things like the lineup where you, there, there are various people lining up and you have to guess who was in the original but who was in the band and who they've just sort of pulled in from the production team and they've got people like Goldie Looking Chain and Blazing Squad you know what I love baby <laughs> so like bands that we love listening to now with with Zero irony. We just, you know, sing them to I each other. I think there's a fair bit of irony on Blazing Squad. I knew when I was saying there was something. Yeah. But I listen to, like, Blazing Squad when I'm running. It's we like, have, amazing. We have po- watched the videos to flip reverse it. <laughs> because... Amazing because there's a guy who does nothing in the video yeah. to Crossroads. Then we went and looked at the other ones, and he's singing lead vocals yep. on Flip Reverse. It. I mean, that's just how it's just how things go in Blazing Squad, really. <laughs> that's just how versatile they are. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And oh yeah, crazy. And with then we K. looked up what they're all doing now. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. We went... Well, this is perfect for the show, isn't it? It's nostalgia yeah. completely for us. I wonder if it works for people who are a bit younger. I, I don't know. I because they've got know. the younger acts on. Because yeah. they've got people we don't, not because we don't listen to the charts. So they've got the chart, the chart stoppers. Is that what you would call them? I don't know what you would call them. the hit makers. Hit parade. Um, yeah, are on, and we kind of ignore them and go, oh, they're they're interesting. Never heard of them before. Probably multi million platinum selling. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. But we were there for the the all. So maybe it works on both levels. I don't know. We spent yeah. a lot longer talking about Nevermind the Buzzcocks than I, I expected. Definitely, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's, I found it genuinely, genuinely funny. And like I would be ro- like having to pause it because I was laughing that much. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't, yeah. Like if, if you want, if, if people have turned up the nose of it, fair yeah. enough. But I loved it. Yeah, I wish I'd put it on. Okay. We still haven't watched the Christmas special. No, but it's, it's a nice little treat. It's, yeah, it's, it's, fallen, us, it's yeah. fallen a bit far down on the Sky Plus, hasn't it? Has, it? Yeah. Sky Plus, yeah. Sky Plus. Yeah, yeah. You get your little numbers That's out. That's how old and, we are, yeah. Put the numbers in. That's video plus, honey. Is that video plus? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Trada. <laughs> okay, well, my number 10. It's interesting now that you've said this whole thing about, oh, never mind. Um, my number 10 is This Is My House. Jamali Maddox. Uh, and you know what? There were there were other things that were gonna go into number ten. Yeah. And I have I've moved it about moved it about my mind. Like for example, Vigil was gonna be at number ten at one point. But when I thought about it This is more ludicrous than me putting malignant at my number ten, by the way. Really? No, yeah. No one in the world has put this is my house. Even I the mean, makers. I still have... want to call it "Welcome to My House." The maker, yes. the maker, who is? Oh, remind me who the one of the makers is. Is it Richard Bacon? It's Richard Bacon. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at it. Um, stop laughing at yourself. I just love it. I just I love the concept. I love the fact that we watched the first episode and I was like, 
this is stupid. This is stupid. I can tell who's it, who lives in this house. Because that's the entire... Pre- anyone who hasn't seen it, the entire premise is... I think we need to explain the premise that's pretty hard. That's no, I think we need to explain it a bit better. That's what I'm doing. So, I'm doing it right now. You're not going to give me a chance to explain the premise. You're, you're going to explain the premise. Well, you're stopping, I'm just about to explain the premise. And you've just butted in to explain the premise. Yeah, without well, giving me the chance to do I it. I don't think you were going into it. As okay, I'm going to explain the premise. Just good. let me... Oh, right, good. Oh, no, I can't think of what to say. The, the premise is that there is a house and there are different every week there's a different and it's sometimes the big and exciting houses sometimes there's more sort of like your new build only a nice new estate sort of houses so different types of houses and there are four people within the house and each one of them says that it's their house they own that house yes and then we go around the house with them as they explain things about the property, like, oh, that's the sofa where, um, you know, great nana knocked over a glass of wine, or that's, you know, this is our favourite spare bedroom. Blah, you know, all of those sorts of sorts. Of I things. think everyone has a favourite spare bedroom, I have don't a favourite spare bedroom. So, and then there's, a, there's a, a panel. You're really making me nervous now because you've put me under pressure to explain this premise. There's a panel watching the house speaking <laughs> There's a, there's a panel watching and they are going to be making that they're, they're the clue masters they're going to look at the clues and they're going to work out whose house it is and so are we at home yeah. we're doing that would you like to carry on with the premise mark I think the joy and I think you've explained it really well there but the one thing that might not be evident to people is it might seem a little bit like um, a bit reverse Reverse through the keyhole. Through the keyhole. Mm. The four people who's walking around the house are interacting with each other. Yeah. So whilst there are people going, yeah, this is my favourite spare bedroom because everyone's got a favourite spare bedroom. <laughs> there's the other person going, well, no, this is no, my this house. Is my, yeah. So no, uh, like this, this is like the room that we or actually like rolling hear. their eyes. We've and... never actually done this. And then the other person goes, well, actually, um, this is not a spare bedroom. This is the bedroom that my son does what sleeps yeah. in when he comes home from university. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they all have this lavish. That would be a explanation yeah but there are times where we've been so sure so sure and that was it the first one i was like this isn't a game this isn't a game at all because i can tell who's acting and who is a real person and then there was an episode where it all turned do you remember that episode it all turned on its head and we were like what because the the person who the person whose house it is gets the chance to secretly vote off someone who they Mm. think is the big threat because if it's guessed that they are the house owner. They, don't they win a thousand pounds or something like that. Yeah. So they get to vote off the person. And we were like, well, it's obviously air, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then she was and voted off gone. as being an actress. And, it, and, and then like, they come what? on and like different, and obviously people can act and that's what they do. But when they come on and they're like got a completely different accent and yeah. it's like, oh no, my name's Kerry and I'm from like, I don't know. Wolverhampton. Thank you. Yes. I was going to go Dover. I don't know why. Anyway, yes. All of that. So, and again, people might be very sniffy at This Is My House, which I always want to call Welcome To My House because that is the song that plays when it comes on. Yeah. But I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It brought me a lot of joy, particularly yeah. during um, the various lockdowns that we'd had in 2021 as well. It was a good sort of lockdown or high level of restriction because we're in the northeast of England and we were under lots of local lockdowns during yeah. 2021 um, when the rest of the country perhaps wasn't at certain times. So it was really good for that. For that. So I remember it being that sort of time when we watched it. Yeah. Number nine for you. We need to speed up. Okay. Spending way too much time <laughs> explaining all of these things. 
Well, I think this one might be quick because I this might be in your list higher okay. up. My number nine is Cruel Summer. Yes, it is in my list. Okay. Let's wait for that. Okay. Number nine. Yeah. It's very, very low. <laughs> Sorry. Might take a while to get to it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So my number nine is Ridley Road, which is a BBC drama that I spoke about. What, what? You're assuming this isn't on my list. Yeah, I am assuming this isn't on your <laughs> yeah, list. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. I thought, I thought I'd done something wrong there. I thought like <laughs> I thought I'd done what I did in the ten films. Um, the top ten films and just like railroaded through. No, nah, I don't have. I, I don't actually remember you talking about this. Do you so, not? Um, no. I spoke, only spoke about this a few months ago. It's a true story of uh, fascists moving into yes, London yeah. and people from the Jewish community really rallying together and almost having like a secret society and making um, people aware and protecting people within the community and also trying to get to the bottom of what is happening within this fascist group. It's absolutely be, I mean, it's, it's heart heartbreaking at times. There are characters that have had experiences with the Holocaust that we we learn about. There are um, a number of very very difficult scenes of, of clearly of racism and people preparing to engage in uh, racist acts and violence. Really, really different. a lot of um, what you can imagine with where you you are absolutely on on the side of the people fighting the fascists and when they're infiltrating a fascist group you can really feel the the tension and you 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 know ex- exactly who you want to win and but they're going into such a a dangerous in environment that you're just sitting there going get out get out please get out don't let anyone work it work it out that sort of thing you're giggling away in the background is this something that i've said that's funny no 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 not at all not at all i just think ridley road isn't really a very descriptive name for it well so, it's it's part of the story yeah yeah okay yeah it, it's just it sounds like a really generic and it, um, it's anything but and it's based on a book and i suspect the book is called ridley road yeah i i like this has stuck with me just from your mm. mention it from you mentioning it, but the t- yeah Ridley Road just reminds me of like Coronation Street and I it, suppose it would, every time yeah. you, every time you mention Ridley Road I think of what's the like a soap what's possibly. Waterloo Waterloo Road yeah Waterloo yeah. Road and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that and I'm yeah. like yeah no and then I, yeah. you tell me what it is and I think oh shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. a lot darker than Waterloo Road um yeah. yeah it's just beautifully done beautifully acted and a real sense of tension all the way through and I, I th- it was a really really good BBC drama and I hope it gets the recognition that it deserves it I th- wonder whether it might have gone slightly under the under the radar and um, a cast were absolutely brilliant storyline was, was uh, you know I won't I don't want to say brilliant because obviously there's some really really difficult bits in there but really really compelling it's one of them things which I heard critics review but I've not heard anyone mention aside know, from you yeah so the, it might have gone under the, the radar yeah yeah mm. Your number eight. This one might be one that we skip over as well. Okay. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Yes, we're skipping that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't get to talk about a lot, so I'm glad I took my time on Nevermind the Buzzcocks. I mean, my um, my laptop, uh, as I turn around to see what's next, my laptop battery might be okay. Yeah. Um, so, my number eight, you haven't seen, but you've heard me talk about recently, because it's an- another recent watch. And this is a... I have to get it right. I'm turning around to check it because I always get the title of this wrong. It's A Great British Scandal, which we didn't talk about on podcast, but I've watched very, very recently. It's only been on in the last couple of weeks and I've spoken to you about a lot. Do you remember what A Great British Scandal is about? No, because (laughs) whenever anyone mentions it, I just think of... Is it... What was the thing that was out a few years ago? A very English scandal? That's right. Yes, it is. And it's it's all... 
I think it's a. People have said is it that the it's same sort people? of a success. It kind of is, and then it kind of isn't. It's Sarah Phelps who's done a number of the remakes of the Christies and the reimaginings of the Christies that we've watched a little bit in the in the past. Um, do you remember? And then there were none, which we watched one year, and then she did Witness for the Prosecution. I remember, and, and then there were none, yeah. Yeah, why are you looking at me like that? There's, there's something happening in your yes. face. Yes, um, so I've just looked this up. Um, you know, this is actually called A Very British Scandal, not A Great British oh, Scandal. Oh, really? <laughs> this is what I mean. Great I British Bake Off, well. Very British yeah, Scandal. Yeah, A Very British Scandal, rather than A Very English <laughs> Scandal, which was the production that uh, had Ben Whishaw and Hugh Grant in Is it the Perfumer Affair? No, no, honey, that's not... I'm getting not, mixed up yeah, with You're getting yes. confused with your... With your yeah, it wasn't yes. the Perfumer Affair. Um, so let's move on to a very British scandal, <laughs> which Please, is the one that we're, we're talking about. So this is the, uh, the relationship between the Duke and Duchess of Argyle. It's an incredibly famous story of, and this isn't a spoiler, it's an incredibly famous true story of divorce. And we see how they meet, we see how the divorce manifests itself, and we see what happens particularly to the Duchess of Argyle, who, ha- it, it's a very, very famous case. I, rem- I remember reading about it um, in my law classes as well, even, you know, oh. even though it was a very, it was a much old, older case, but I do rem- remember it being, um, being spoken about in uh, sort of family law and things like that. But it was a case where a woman's sexuality was used against her. Okay. So a man can have as many affairs as he likes, but if a woman has an affair, then, you know, yes. we're, we're looking in, into that territory. But it's also the case where the Duchess herself is someone who says quite openly, I like sex. I like to be around men. And this is um, before her marriage. She'd been married before. Um, in between her marriage and she is someone who is saying very openly... I like um, to be in the company of men and I, she's at one point says, I'm very good at it. You know, it's something I'm good at. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, and it's, I think now we would talk about that in terms of sex positivity. So I love this. It's Claire Foy going head to head with the fella from WandaVision, Paul... Bettany. Thank you. For that moment there, all I could say was Vision. <laughs> so Claire Foy and Paul Bettany, and, and a cast of characters around them as well, but mainly those two, going head to head in terms of love, in terms of passion, but also in terms of hatred, in terms of betrayal. and It's just beautiful. It's beautifully shot. The Oh, there's like a castle in it that I loved. And I just really like that interrogation of what happens when a man has a number of affairs in a marriage, but you know what? How how do we cope as a society yeah. when when women talk about wanting to have sex and having a sexual appetite? There you go. Okay. Yeah, I, I, the reason I've gone there, you go and pointed at you, is because I can see that you, you're wanting to say something. No, there's some really, really good people in this. I'm yeah, just looking yeah. at the cast list now. Um, it's stunningly short. And and then there was... Look, I, I don't mean to uh, I don't mean to, to belittle your show. There was mm. also a guy who I thought looked like, and this is a reference that only you will get, right. so you might want to edit it out. Come on then. I thought this guy might have been T-shirt from <gasps> Teabag. Oh, he does look like T-shirt from Teabag. Well done. What a hero. Tea bag. Yes, it's me. Oh, no. What is going on? It was a trick. 
Oh, what an idiot. Who is she? Tell the girl, T-shirt. T-shirt? Who's T-shirt? Me, I'm T-shirt. But you're Thomas. Not anymore. Uh, his name is Mitchell Robertson. He's only been in this, so it's definitely oh, not right. T-shirt. No, it's from... definitely, I think T-shirt from T-Bag is very yes, old now probably as about, well. Yeah, probably about probably 45. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, he said he'll be older, but yeah. That's a reference no one else That is get. a reference no one else gets. Sorry, everyone. I'm also looking at my list, and I think there is... Like, there's two left on here mm-hmm. that I don't think have got in yours. All right. So if, unless we the rest of yours are on my list, then you've left out some things that yeah, I'm very I surprised prob- about. Yeah, I probably have then. Okay. Okay. Shall I move on to my number seven? Yes, please. This is something I think we will almost certainly be speaking about later. Okay. Which is Sex Education Season yes, 3. Yes, we will be, yes. <laughs> okay. This is good. Yeah. It's building up. I'm not, I'm not getting to talk about stuff no. at all. <laughs> yeah. What's your number seven? Hang on, looking at the laptop. Oh, my number seven is Sex Education. Oh, wow, that's good. Cool. Oh, that's good. Oh, right, okay. So it's officially the seventh best show of the it year. It is officially the seventh best show. Right, do you want to talk us through uh, season three of Sex Education? So I think this this isn't my favourite season mm-hmm. of the show. Um, for that, I think the first, I think the first series was um, yeah. probably my favourite. Um, and I'm going to go into a mild spoiler. This is the very end of the Otis Maeve Willie Wortley. In a, in a fashion. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, um, And I know there's some speculation that Emma Mackey is not going to be back for season four um, because she's got a film coming out, which maybe... maybe. No, it definitely is coming out. Yes. The film, for anyone who doesn't know, is Death on the Nile, yeah. which obviously has huge problems at the moment with one of its cast, mm. um, that being Army Hammer. So... It, there was some query about whether it's been pushed back and pushed back and now yeah. it is coming out. And I think with I think with sex education, each season um will will move on to some someone else in the side characters. So season two is very much Amy's story and that that's still one of the best episodes of any TV I've seen over the last five years is the combination of that storyline. In this season, she was very much sort of played played a bit in the background. Mm. But still, I think, interesting, in this series, you see the ramifications of that storyline still with her. Yeah. She's going to therapy. She's, she's mm. having problems with her boyfriend. It's not just that's, that thing has happened to her and that's it. it. We've forgotten about it. The show, yeah. the, that, the threads that go through the show, all the way through to this season, which I think is really important. This this series uh, looked a lot of trans issues, mm. which is not something you see necessarily in a UTV show nowadays. Um, I mean, oh, this is net, rated eighteen on Netflix, but yeah, I mean, it certainly appeals to the young market. Oh, absolutely. Do you remember um, in the review, I said that I'd walked into somewhere like H and M or something and found like when back on the pod, when we reviewed it on the pod ages yeah. ago, and I found like T shirts and and like actual Mordale High. Yeah. Like bags and things yeah. like that, and so it's absolutely going for that market. And the two that really struck me was um, Eric's journey this this season. So, like what his go to Nigeria, mm. where very different culture and being around his family and how he dealt with being an outwardly gay man, but in a place where homosexuality wasn't accepted, and mm. you know we all know what happens in Nigeria and the threat of that episode mm-hmm. I mean we were we were waiting for something to happen yeah. um, but the absolute star of this season and it won't come as any surprise to anyone who's seen it but it's Connor Swindells as Adam yeah. um, he's brilliant it makes me well up just thinking mm-hmm. about how good his acting is in this um, coming from coming from where he was at the end of season two and the end of season one even to the person he becomes in this it's it 
I've said it during our review, this is such an important show and it, I wish that I had a show like this when I was when I was a teenager cuz so that it would it would really help me understand the world around mm. me um far better uh, people who were different to me and you know, I like to think that I was quite an understanding kid but this really really shows things that weren't on TV when I was a kid. Mm. And it's such a, such a brilliant show. I understand that they're going to finish it with the fourth season. And I think that's probably about right. So. Um, but yeah, just showing every single side of showing every single side of society and just everyone being okay. Mm. And it shows that there are you'll have shit times, yep. but it will get better. And there are good people out there. And I love this show. And I feel I felt it was a bit low at number seven, but I've I think season one would be higher up. I think this is the right place for it. But yeah, I'm so glad it's on both our lists. And I'm, I I said this on our review when we actually went through it back in the pod a, a few episodes ago. I can't better what you've said and I feel the same way now. Good, good. Can I go on to my number six? You can. I'm just going to check mine out. Just, you know, <laughs> see what I've said. Okay, yes. Yeah. My number six is the season two of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Okay, so I know of this show because you talk about it quite a lot. Yeah. But I've never watched it. So tell our audience about I Think You Should Leave. This is surreal observational comedy. Episodes are about 15 minutes long. I just put an episode on while I was on the treadmill earlier for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, I've seen it a few times because the first time I saw it, uh, I was. I used to put it on when I was like nursing Blake to sleep mm. in the middle of the night, and had to stop that because my <laughs> laughing, laughing was it? keeping him up, like <laughs> proper belly laughs. Um, it's a it's a sketch show, and it it plays with the format of sketch shows. So you will a sketch will start off being something, and then like a little bit observational, like someone goes to a tour of a haunted house, and then. You're laughing because I showed you this, Claire. Yeah, you yeah. did. Um, and cheesy tour guides with their re- well-rehearsed shtick that everyone gives a polite laugh to. And then it goes completely sideways by someone who completely doesn't understand the situation. Um, my highlights this year are um, Coffin Flop, which I think oh, is everyone's favourite. And you, I showed you I that. And it's said so wrong. But it's so wrong. It is funny. But it is funny. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We can show them nude because they don't have souls. <laughs> God, it's just not right. There is an oh. episode in a courtroom that's just brilliant, and it's it's just played perfectly. Uh, and yeah, the the ghost tour guide. But I mean, I could different day. I could name about three different episodes. There's one with Santa Claus. There's one with um, yeah. Watch it. It's on Netflix. It's fifteen minutes long. It, it, it's humor that I think appeals to people who don't necessarily like sketch comedy. There's two seasons of it, and you can just, just put them on the background, and it it really does get better with the second viewing as well. Like the first time, the Santa sketch. I the first time I watched, it, I was like, oh, well, that's okay. Yeah, I get the joke. Next time, I was just crying, laughing because I wasn't looking for the joke. I was just letting it all hit me. Yeah. Hot Dog Car is from season one. Are you just going to list the yes, sketches Yes, I'm just going to list sketches. You are, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's your number six? My number six is Line of Duty. Okay, well, that's my number five. Oh, so, um, okay. yeah, we're not going to talk ah. about it, but we're going to talk about it. Right. 
I mean, I'm really pleased it's on your list because it has been omitted from many of the sort of very well-known TV reviewers' lists. I mean, it's. I'm. I think. I think the fact that we did the podcast for it. Yes. Although it nearly killed us and nearly it ended did. our marriage. It did. And yes. Recording straight after when you're hitting a time when your child is going through really, the worst sleeping the pattern worst possible. sleep, the worst, worst. It's, it's mad to actually think about it now, isn't it? Because now we are, we are thank God, we're in a bit of a better situation in terms of the sleeping. Yes. And much, much better when we think back to that time in our lives. I mean, we were having to run up and down the stairs. As soon as we turned the mic, the mic on, he would be crying. Then we were sitting for an hour, and then the time would be ticking down because we were like saying, right, we're going to record straight after the show. The show would end at ten, or yeah. ne- you know, even sometimes a little bit later. By the time you got the loo, was it like that? Yeah. And then you'd be sat in a dark room with a baby, thinking, how am I going to get this podcast recorded? <laughs> how am I going? Because we said we would edit it and get it out that night, yeah. which is what we did. I sat and edited it after he got it out. It yeah. was just absolute madness. I mean, yeah. Bloody like good for the it, it was, listening figures. Oh, though, oh, oh, with best reviews. And best reviews. The best figures we've ever had. Yes. <laughs> like, we'll never go back to those heady days of those figures. I mean, I remember just looking and thinking, who is listening? Like, who is listening? There can't be that many people who were mm. watching it. But... And yeah, it it, it ha- was a really lovely time in our lives. We um, were invited to go on uh, local radio, and we yes, got to do some. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, some some brilliant, um, brilliant moments for us. Just just really good fun of being rang up and going, "Do you want to come on the the radio this morning?" And then being asked to go back on and yeah. and sort of feeling like we'd done a good job the first time. I think that's the thing of they're asking us to go back on. They must have liked us. That you yeah. know that that was really lovely for us, especially at a time when you're major, majorly sleep deprived. Yeah, and just so much was happening in our lives at the time. So my part of me was thinking, is it because our like? I mean, our line of duty episodes are live straight after recorded and edited probably absolutely terribly straight after the episodes are our best you know our most listened to episodes yeah. of all time apart from a apart from a random one that um ha- i think has vigil and a couple of others just be curious yeah. we, we yeah, have a few drinks don't yeah, we yeah, for... it's, a, it's a, a funny one that just pops up right at the top and you think why are people listening to that but yeah it, it does seem to be but that if you look at our most downloaded the up for last year yeah they absolutely absolutely come up there but i i genuinely think i think lot, there's been a lot being said about this series and i think when something rides so high there's it almost there's goes a to a crash. point doesn't it where yeah. people want to bring it down and i think the reviews of the series were really good up until the last episode. And mm. I really enjoyed the last episode. I loved it. But I understood. I remember writing down on my notes because we were taking notes yeah, while we were watching it. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Saying, said. people will hate this. Yeah. And then we started recording and my text messages started coming yeah, through of like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I was like, I just need to bring you down for a second yeah. because I've got a feeling that we're, we're going to be opposite to the, what the country and thinks on this. And it's not that we were sort of going into everything going, that works or that works. There were some things that we were saying, oh, I'm quite, you know, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm not quite sure about that. But I totally get what Mercurio was doing with that last last episode. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't mm. seen it, but there was there's something that happens in that last episode. And I thought, you know what? It just rings true. It yeah. absolutely rings true because this is the way that crime works, you know? Yeah, and it, I think it was... It wasn't what people wanted. Mm. People wanted the bit, like, 
the big twist mm-hmm. thing and it wasn't the twist that they wanted mm-hmm. but yeah i was absolutely fine with it and it goes down with lost and how i met your mother mm-hmm. as one of the endings that people hated that i actually quite like yeah same here um i mean if that is the very ending because i've got yeah, a feeling I, I that think they'll come back i think they'll take some time and i think yeah. they might reset yeah but i, I think it's going back I yes think it's going back so you're number five my number five, I have to sort of explain. When I first thought about this list in my head, it was absolutely number one. And then I listened to some other podcasts, um, The Cinemile in particular, when they went through their their, sort of their top shows of the year. And Kathy from The Cinemile made such an impassioned sort of call for this programme to be number one. And I thought, oh, I know it's, I know it's not there anymore because my list is sort of like what I enjoyed and it, it moved sort of its functionality as time went on. But I totally understand that if this was a list of what were the best TV shows, what's the most meaningful TV shows, what's the TV show that did the most for society and should be watched over and over again, it would be It's a Sin. Well, we're not going to talk any further about it. Right, I thought so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. My number four, and this is one hundred percent something that we that I can talk about. Okay. My number four is Starstruck. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the whole thing then? I, <laughs> you I'll, must have done to, for I it watched, to be number four. I've watched the full thing twice because I only watched the first episode, didn't I? So, Starstruck is a it's a British comedy. Uh, it stars. Rose Matafeo, who's a New Zealand stand-up comedian. I was about to say, is it more New, Le- New Zealand, but it, she yeah, is in and Britain. Yeah, and Nikesh Patel, who is a British actor. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a lower-key Notting Hill. It's a girl who is out at a nightclub on New Year's Eve and hooks up with some guy who she meets at the bar. And then when she wakes up next morning, she realises he's the biggest action star in film. It's like him, her hooking up with Tom Hardy, essentially. Lucky girl. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. I mean, Nikesh Patel is a good-looking guy oh, as well. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And then they agree to see each other. It kind of works out and doesn't work out. They bump into each other throughout the year, and these are the rest of the episodes which go through to New Year, the next year. So the you know, next episode's Easter, the next episode's Summer, the next episode's Autumn. Yeah, Christmas works like that. And and they don't see each other in between necessarily, but this is their meetups at different times. Um, I loved this, and you I did, thought yeah. I thought you would really that. love it. Just didn't do anything for me. And yeah, it just didn't work. I mean, it's no. abs. It feels so real. This is. I think the relationships in this feel so so authentic, and the way that people interact with each other. It, it just works for me. Um, they are. I cried my eyes out at the ending. Um, and apparently they're making a season two, which I have very mixed feelings of, because I thought the ending ju- was just perfect, and maybe it should have been... Um, that was it, one and out. Yeah, one and out, mm-hmm. but this is... I mean, I think it's Slan Eye Player, okay. and I'd really recommend anyone who's not seen it to check it out, because it's it's a really, really lovely comedy, and the, the, peop- it, the people feel so well-written. I think that's... that's the, People feel so well written, yeah. and the relationships feel so authentic. Of sometimes you're not in the right place for people, um, and sometimes you meet the right person at the wrong time. Mm. So your number four. My number four is Wonder Vision. 
Oh, well, that's interesting. My number three is division. Oh, so we've done that so, again. I'm like really confused as to where you're, like, you know, when we're waiting for things to come back up. So yeah. we must be getting close to the point where everything is the same, surely. Yes. Okay, so how do we work this then? You're you're the good at maths. So I, do we, do we say it together or no? No, there's a great big pause. Do we say so, what together? Well, do we do our review? If it, if yours is number, is it number three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah we're, we're both doing four. it at the same time. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, you can't talk about it yet. Yes, that's then right. Then we'll come to my number three, which that's is one right. division. That's what I need. Yes. That's what I need. Process, Mark. Process. A nice little process for me to follow. Thank you. Right now we can do it. <laughs> so one division. Wasn't looking forward to this. Don't like Wonder. Don't like Vision. Really, really wasn't going to watch it. You bought Disney Plus just to watch it, and then we ended up. Oh, sorry, have I thought? Have I thought that's, that that's wrong? Not Is true. that not yeah. true? No, no, we already had Disney put, Plus. You put your hand in your head. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I took the, that as a yeah, sign. We already no had Disney Plus. This is wrong. Yes. Already, yeah, but it was like the thing we got for. We did get it for that though. Didn't no, we got we? it for the Mandalorian. The oh, did we? Yeah. Did we get it for the Mandalorian? Oh, I'm really, I'm really forgetting about things, aren't I? Yeah. Uh oh. Anyway, Disney Plus on there. Wonder, Vision, didn't care, and then it started. Yes. And it was amazing. The absolute balls of doing those first two episodes, which were essentially parodies of 50s and 60s sitcoms, with nothing or the very minimal of um, hook for what was coming later on in the show. Some strange moments that that came out of nowhere and we didn't know whether it was part of like the show or the television going wrong or you know like looking at each other going is this meant to be what's that yeah and all of that inject that into my veins yeah. that is what sells this is mm. that's perfect for me Proper, and like you're thinking about lost you're thinking about those yeah, yeah those really things was coming to mind. allowed us to theorize yeah um i mean this at the time probably would have been higher it has the last night in soho thing of i think the ending let me down a tiny little okay. bit yeah um but the ride there was so much fun. Loved I mean, it. do you remember we used to do One Division lunches? We did. Where I would finish, we were both working at home at the mm-hmm. time, and I would come downstairs and we would put on One Division, mm-hmm. and that was it. Like, we would be sit quietly with our lunches, uh, and then at the end of it, we would say, Oh, that was awesome, because it's only half an hour long. Yeah. And then we'd talk about it for the rest of the half hour of my lunch. Yep. It was perfect. And the, the theme of grief, the theme of trauma, really, really resonated with me, in particular. And I hadn't seen many shows. Maybe I wasn't looking for it. I certainly am now. Yeah. Those things, it's really meaningful to me now, speaking really personally, it's really meaningful for me to have those sorts of TV shows in my life now because you feel like someone is speaking your language. You feel like, even if it's a completely different circumstance to your own trauma or to your own traumatic experience, you know that there's someone out there who is putting those things forward for a a mass audience for people to to look at and to understand and really to provide some empathy for those experiences. So really, on like a personal level, I found it not only for for myself to be like, ah, right, good, someone understands what it's like to to go through trauma or to to have you know like ptsd or to to deal with grief but it's also that thing of oh and it's in the world it's in the world so if i needed to say to someone oh it's a bit like this i could point to 
a you know, on the surface of it, a daft Marvel TV show yeah. that's on for half an hour that we watch in our lunchtime, and that's really important. Um, absolutely. I think it's a show that can talk about what is grief, if not love persevering. Mm. But then they can also do an amazing song of yes. it was all along. Uh, yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Randall Park and Kat Denning in this as a comedy double act mm-hmm. of trying to trying to work out what the hell's going on. And obviously, I didn't really... You, it's well-versed on, on the podcast that I am not someone who knows Marvel very well. I've just yeah. never got into it. I wish I had. If you are a Marvel head, you would have loved this because... I did. Yeah, I'm not talking about yes. you, you, but you know, gen- the general mar- Marvel people yes. <laughs> would have loved this because they would have got so much more out of it than I did. But if I was getting this level of stuff out of it, I can only imagine what mm. other people were... You know, that, so, yeah, I was thinking, if you knew the easter eggs if you knew the characters it would be even better yeah i mean i think they still made they made a few mistakes i think the ending was just a standard marvel ending yeah, which was agreed. disappointing i think they led us down some paths some intentionally some non-intentionally that could never be paid off um the however the journey there was amazing mm-hmm. the moment where someone rocks up at the end of an episode and my jaw was on the floor at them doing it yeah um yeah, I, I... I liked how it um, built up to things that are to come in the MCU. Yes. Which previously I would not have cared about, and now I'm excited to see a character who I didn't care about, Wanda, in other shows, for yes. example. Yeah, and I think they've been struggling to get past that ever since. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's interesting, isn't it? I don't think that... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's going to be on your list. It's not. It's not. Loki? Loki's not. Hawkeye was. Hawkeye was number 10 up until Uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks replaced it. it. Yeah. I mean, Hawkeye's lovely. Hawkeye is a lot of fun and something very different to this. But yeah, um, and What If as well is the other one that's. Mm -hmm. uh, But yeah, I. I'm absolutely obsessed with this. Um, If this was a 24 week um, show like, like Lost was. I think I would have started up a message board called. Um, you would have done as well. Yeah, called on Reddit. Sparky's Kennel or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and I'd have yeah, I'd have been going and theorizing. Yeah, oh, absolutely obsessed, and may never be beaten in the MCU. So your number three. My number three is Mayor of Easttown. Okay, so that's a that, that's yeah, a big big, big gap. jump because you were number nine, weren't you? And I've gone up to up to three. Yes, I mean it wasn't an ex- it wasn't a happy watch, and I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, you know, not it wasn't all I can think about when I think of Mayor of Easttown. Actually, I don't think because it's this is a U.S. crime drama. It's involving Kate Winslet. For anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't think we go any further than that and saying, you know, that that is the premise and that is it. The only thing I can think, I don't think about the crime. I don't think about the things that Kate Winslet as Mayor she is it Sheenan or Sheehan? I think it's Sheehan. Don't think it really matters. Sheehan. Sheehan, yes. As Mayor is investigating because she's a, uh, I think she's a detective sergeant. Don't really care about that. I think I'd worked that out quite early on. What I do care about is Mayor sitting in a car, middle of the night, eating things <laughs> or having an argument with her mother who she lives with or having an argument with her sister, not a sister, a daughter who should, oh, thinking about what's going to happen with her grandson or having, you know, 
a discussion with her ex-partner who lives over the way. This is not really a story about the crime. It's a story about her. And I mean, it is called Mayor of Easttown. This is no new thing. It's on every review I've ever read. It's on every review I've ever listened to. It's Happy Valley for the USA. Happy Valley starring Sarah Lancashire. See, I've never seen that. Which you have never seen, but has run a number of series now, is going to be coming back soon. Actually, when you think about the plot points in Happy Valley and Mare of Easttown, you realise just how close they are. I mean, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I we got into quite a big argument about this because mm. I thought it was quite derivative yes. of having, like, uh, things having two or three things of a mur- like a murder show, but with a female uh, detective. detective who was... Having a difficult time in her life. Difficult time in her life, and also having addiction of some sort, whether it be drugs or um, or alcohol or whatever. And it was just t- ticky three off. And that's and I felt this. I'm just sick of seeing those things. I wish to try some something new. However, I mean, yeah, as as it went, it was excellent. You didn't check. You didn't. You didn't. Know oh, this. You're, you're I point, I was the point, one who worked this you're, out. You're pointing. Yeah, and. <laughs> I remember also getting into an argument with you on the podcast about how you said, well, said, well we've, we've solved the mystery uh, in the last episode. I'm like, well, I'm not sure about that. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's so obvious that that, like, that, that has been settled now. And I'm like, I think there might be something else. And yeah, no, yeah. There was a lot of well, time. Rec- recollection, recollections may, uh, <laughs> may, may, may uh, vary at times. But again, this is a show that was about the murder of a young girl mm. in, a, in a community, but there is still one of the most joyful scenes of one of the most joyful scenes of the year, where they have attended a funeral and someone says something in their eulogy or not the eulogy, but yeah, in the in the wake afterwards, yeah. and then you just see Kate Winslet in a car with her mother, just laughing her head off, mm-hmm. and it's it's such a good moment. Mm-hmm. I am um, yeah. I think there is going to be a season two. Kate Winslet came out of this and said that it was such hard going for her on an on an acting level. It was so difficult and so deep, and we talked about this when we reviewed it at the time that it was something that really took so much out of her as an actor, that living in the body of Mare and living in the world of Mare was very... And it is very dark, and it is quite miserable, apart from those moments of levity that you've, you've spoken about, that I can understand it. And obviously, during the pandemic as well, and, you know, it was hard going. I think she had to... I think she was living with... Um, Guy Pierce is in this as well. So yes. she was living with Guy Pierce at the time. They were sort of um, isolating like together. Yeah, it was amazing. So and Daphne. and Daphne, yes, yes. Name neighbours references for anybody who's wondering what Mark is going on about. Well, if you're so busy, then I'll just tell you my news and get back to work. We've been invited out tonight. Joan, I've got, I've got about four days of washing I've got to do. I can't really leave for Daphne, can I? We can do it after uni. So I think it was quite hard going as well, being away from her family. So that might have had something to do with it. But it looks like that. This was only in December of last year. Something came out saying that if they are going to do a second series, they want to look at something um, to keep poli- politically talking about things like Black Lives Matter and police brutality. So I, I think they will go and you, you don't want a second no, series. No. You just want it to stop where yeah, it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it was just, it was, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I think it tied it up perfectly. Mm. And I think there is a real risk of. Broadchurch second series. Yes, two. yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I, I, I think 
by all means the same writers, but build a new build a new community to work mm-hmm, it from. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that 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 would be my choice. I okay. don't think we need to. I, I don't think it needs to come back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just use the same cast if you want to. But yeah, I just I would like different a different set and a different characters. I don't need to revisit these characters. Okay, where are we up to? It's uh, my number two now. Your number two. Oh, okay, right. I, I've lost where we are. All oh, I've worked day, out. So I've worked. I've worked out where have, we are. Yeah, my head done. can't cope with it. Go on. Then. My number two is it's a sin. Oh, okay, okay. So that was my number five. Yes. Oh, I see. I think it belongs higher up, but it was my number one. It's hard, like isn't it? it was my number one for a long, long time, mm. and I suspect we've got the same number one now. Yeah. Looking at the thing. Yeah, I'm sure we do. Um, like the one thing that I, I, it's. It, it's almost tied with me. The one thing that put it down is it annoyed me when people came in and said, La! Oh. <laughs> oh fuck. And that's the reason it's 1.111 rather than 2. It, it's such an important show. It, it is. It really is. It's such an important show. And I think if we were, like I said before, if we were looking at the, the shows that are m- most meaningful for society if the shows that sh- shine a light on something that you know some horrific times for for people um during the aids crisis which if anyone doesn't know that's what it's a sin it's based in yeah. um in that period of time where people were you know put in wards by themselves and 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 not cared for and where people were by all intents and purposes abandoned by their families and by the medical profession in society, many, you know, really, and, by society. and this is you know this is not that long ago yeah and it's it was beautifully but heartbreakingly rendered and there were there were some i mean not even just some scenes there are many many scenes that will stay with me probably for the rest of my life i mean i've written down on my notes um the most heartbreaking scene of the year mm. but there's probably about four or five that yeah. that could actually be yeah um and oh. you know what the i know the people aren't re, you know i know those people were actors but when i saw them on great british bake-off celebrity edition the other yes. night i think of them as those people yeah and i think that is a, the sign of how brilliantly that they they made those characters who were based on real people come to life that they they were they had rounded edges that i love russell t davis's writing where there's a lot of sex in this as there often is in russell t davis's shows but he doesn't just show the glamorization of sex if that makes yeah there are things that go wrong and things that are embarrassing and things that would sort of sit with you for a while if that was your first time or if you'd mm. met someone that you really fancied and that happened to you in it and i just love that because it's just so realistic uh, i i totally agree I, I think part of the thing is that they used well i mean ollie alexander absolute star making term yeah, for him and yeah. um, i suspect a lot of people who were seeing this actually knew him as years and years yeah, 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 yeah we didn't know it was only <laughs> Maybe about two months ago that I mm. saw Years and Years perform, uh, him performing as Years and Years, yeah. the musical act, and thought, oh, God, oh, that's him. I didn't realise. Yeah. Um, He's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, obviously, he, I mean, they all are. But anyone out of the main cast, just absolute, I would love to see, I'd love to see what they're going to do next. See what they do next, yeah. Um, and then 
around them, they put really, really excellent actors. Mm. Um, you know, like Keely, Keely Hawes, Keely Hawes, uh, uh, Stephen Fry, mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris. Just such good actors that can really, really, really bring like stand out in scenes amongst mm-hmm. a cast that have got such good chemistry, yeah. and you really want to spend time with these people. Yeah. Aside from the fact that they say la whenever they say hello oh, look, to each let other. Let it go. Let no, it go. No, 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 There are people with t-shirts with la on now. Yeah. It's become a thing. Yeah. 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 Not good, you. good for them. I won't be wearing them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it should be, should, you're right, it should be it, number one. It should be number one. I, uh, the reason that it came a little bit lower on my list is I can't imagine watching it again for a very, very long time. It will have to come later in life. And I will probably have to really st- steal myself for it because I don't think I've ever cried quite so much as during during the not just like you know sometimes you get to the end of a series and you cry because yes. it's come to an end and these things have happened. I was crying all the way through this. This yeah. was heart- like you say, this heartbreaking moments all the way. So I find it a really hard, hard but important, important watch. And I think it's something that as time goes on, people will revisit. It'll be shown hopefully educationally for people as well. Um, it, uh, my understanding is that it's really helped people to talk about that period of time that maybe they've not be, felt able to, so it's yeah. opened up a conversation. So it is really, it's such an important thing. It's also a brilliant thing. It's not just saying, oh, it's so important, it's so weighty, it's so important, you know, because people sometimes do that. Oh, well, it's such an important watch. It needs to be higher up. This, this is an important watch, but a brilliant piece of drama as well. Yeah, and it's it's still available on Morph. Um, is it Morph? Four? Four? No, 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 four. that's all four. All four four, four yeah. on demand, whatever that's it's it. called. That is all yeah, four. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. um, there are forty-five minute episodes. I think mm-hmm. sometimes you can get caught up in the, some of these hard hit times where it, dealing with yeah. a subject, it can be sort of ninety-minute episodes and things like that. This is, this is primetime entertainment tv that deals with a very serious and very important subject oh that's a really and, good way of putting yeah, it yeah um it it it's almost perfect mm. for me yeah yeah um, i agree um, and, i agree yeah and therefore it should be number one but we, we yeah we could go around the houses with it can't yes we? yeah what's next mark your it's your number two which, number of which two? I, of which i can tell you what it is so you don't have to go to <laughs> and it after seeing all of that now I, it feels a little bit frivolous but apparently better than that is, um, not it's is not Cruel better. Summer. It's not better. It's is it? not is better it Cruel at all. Summer? It is Cruel yes. Summer, yes. but it's not better. It's just my my personal... So, I can understand that. What have I enjoyed the most this year? And yes. I had to put it up there because I loved it so much. And every time I think about it, I remember wanting to watch another episode and desperately trying not to watch too many without you. How many did you watch without me? And did I was aware Ooh, of them all? See, I'm not quite sure. I, I think remember it you might watched about. Couple... I remember you watched a couple earlier, yeah, and I, I did. got quite angry. Yeah, you about got angry. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not not no, not, not, not that angry. angry. Yeah, no. I, don't think I'm I was. Doing I was about service. to say yeah. like, no, you were a bit knocked about yeah. like anyone would be when, yes. uh, yeah. But yes, uh, it, it is one of the things that it's one of my yeah, pet hates. Is, I know, is and you I, watching it, on that sort of show as well, where it's so binge worthy. Yeah, and you want to do that together, not. Separate. Because you want to experience it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to experience the twists and turns of it yeah. together. And what happens is, when you know what things are happening, you can then pay attention at bits and you can then play with your phone at bits when I'm like going, well, nothing's going to happen now. Anyway. So, this, Cruel Summer yes. is... Oh, actually, I'm going to ask you a question. When I was looking up a few notes for this, people are calling Cruel Summer a teen drama. 
sure I agree with that. Do you, would you call it a teen drama? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do you yeah, think that's yeah, why yeah. we like it? Because it is yeah. a teen drama. Yeah, I, I, I like it for the same way I liked... Um, what was the film? Um, Riverdale. Oh, right, okay, and yeah. It, almost the same reason I like Saved by the Bell and California Dreams and things like that. high school based dramas. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is what this is. Yes, set in the 90s Yes. in America. Over three summers. Yeah. Um, three consecutive summers, and we see them um, intermingled with each other. Mm-hmm. So the first, the first summer, Jeanette is a safe to say geeky girl hanging around with her little geeky mates, um, and Kate is like the prom queen, homecoming queen, whatever Americans yeah, call yeah. their blonde um, poster, yeah, <laughs> poster yeah, girls, but yeah, blonde poster girl. The second year, Jeanette is the popular girl. And Kate is just coming out of a bad situation, I think we'll oh, say. Very well, very well put. I wondered how you were going to do that. And then in the third year, Kate is struggling, I think it's safe to say, mm-hmm. with her experience. And Jeanette is one of the most hated people in America. And we don't see what happens in between. We see these things build each and summer. Build yeah. And, yeah, and it tells its way how forwards. it gets. Yeah. And there's there's a central mystery, which is so simple. Yeah. Which is, is someone lying? Yes. And that is it. That yeah. is it. There's no huge, you know, like um, God, we've we've talked about loss so much in this, but this is my my own point of reference sometimes. But where you've got a mystery that goes on and on forever, and there's lots of different bits to the mystery, and then there's different sections to it, and then something else throw, gets thrown in. Mm. This I love the simplicity of it because that's the question. Yeah. The question is. Is someone lying? And therefore, you are able between, if you're like you and me sat on the sofa, you're able to go, oh, I think they're lying. And I'm able to go, oh, no, 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 they're telling the truth. And that is it. That's the pull and the push, isn't it? And you don't have to think about anything else. That's just the point that we're dealing with. Mm. Um, I think Chiara, Aurelia, Jeanette and Olivia Holt were both perfectly, perfectly cast. This has a lot of fun with its side characters. Um, There's a... This spends a lot of time, like each character in the side will kind of have a little moment um, and an episode where their story's ex- explored. But really, I mean, I think the joy in this is the format. And without the format, it is a pretty average crime drama. Yeah. Uh, but, but also the setting of the 90s. Yes. Which we loved. Oh, I forgot about, I forgot we're about nostal- the... nostalgia geeks as well. So the yeah. whole night you think the the um playing of the cranberries every five minutes, yes. a little bit of garbage. You know, all of that was yeah, loved the soundtrack, loved them the styling as well. Yeah. So you go nineties geek, you go nineties emo, you go nineties prom queen, you know, all of that come comes through. Um and some interesting casting of Harley Quinn Oh, thank you. I had a moment there. So Harley Quinn Smith is Kevin Smith's daughter and really playing into that 90s nostalgia, I, I felt, especially when, you know, she goes to me- mention in an incredibly meta way one of her dad's films in the show. So, yeah, I, I just loved it so much. It would have been higher if it... I, I remember just seeing the end and thinking, oh, fuck off. You think that about most things, though? No, no, I, I think it... The ending wasn't necessarily satisfying for me. I liked it. Uh, well, that's, and that's fine. I'm, I'm really glad that you did. It's It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, it was great fun. Yeah. And that's why it's so high on my... Because I remember... Th- what was the most fun I have had this year? Well, it's probably watching Cruel Summer. I can see that. Yeah, mm. I can understand that totally. Totally. Number one. 
Well, shall I go first for my number one? Yes, go on then. Uh, so my number one is, and I'm trying to think of something awful that we should, uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the... What, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's obviously Succession It's obviously three. Succession, yes. Yeah. And you know what? I It's been around my list and I thought, oh, is it just too obvious? No, it's the it best thing to be able to tell you this it's year. It's the best thing this year. It's yeah. been another one of those where we have sat and we have consumed it. Yes. We have consumed it. We have listened to people, other people's podcasts on it. Yeah. We have. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've read sort of people's reviews online as well, and it's just the one of the greatest experiences I think when I'm watching television. I hate some of the things that are happening. I love some of the things that are happening. I am compelled. I'm also repulsed. And then I think someone is like the worst character in the world, the worst person in the world. And then I see them break down and I just want to go and like comfort them and tell them everything's going to be okay. There is an amazing thread of parental abuse going all the way through this. So you can see when we're on season three now as well. So you can, Mm. this is built and built and built and you can see why certain members of a family behave in a certain way yeah the way that they treat each other yeah and it's because that both the mother and the and the father and we see we see father very much so in the earlier seasons but the mother as well have abused these these children in the in a psychological manner so you really get that level of of understanding and i you know all the way through this i've been sort of team shiv Mm. and at the end of the, the end of the third series we won't go into what happens but I'm like thinking oh god you're letting me yeah, down here yeah, yeah. and then I think well why is she letting me down because she, that's it, the way she's, she's really entitled bro- yeah. but she's entitled because she's put down at every yeah. every step of the way looking by, for approval looking yeah. for yeah I mean this I think we've said it in our review of it but I think we both went into this and the whole world went into this mm. thinking this is going to be Kendall versus Logan mm-hmm. this season and it hasn't been it's absolutely flipped on its head my notes for this season uh, my notes for this entry on my thing consist of two words which are Matthew McFadden mm. an absolute masterclass of someone who has almost been a comedy character the way through this series and he and has yeah, and he has just absolutely grown and grown and the line he gives to Kendall about I never see your dad get fucked mm-hmm. and I think you're going to get fucked mm-hmm. um, and just just that I'm just going to say the tap on the shoulder mm-hmm. and the tap on the shoulders all the way through and him worrying about going to prison mm-hmm. and and his wife seemingly not caring. Well, absolutely and, yes, not caring. Yeah. I don't even think it's seemingly. I think it's yeah. absolutely not caring. Oh, I mean, his his this for me. This is his season, almost more than anyone in the families. Um, okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. I don't want to get into a yeah. full series three yeah. review here, but I would. I wouldn't. I think he is someone who it grows and grows and grows, and and then you. Um, I, I think you can the, the the thing the reason I'm stumbling is because what I want to say is you could pick any one of those characters 
and say that we have moved forwards or that we have learned more or that things have happened for each one of them. Yeah. And I think that is the beauty of the writing is that no one stays still. Everyone moves forward or to the side or to, Mm. you know, there's always something happening. You get to the end of an episode and you just think, what have I just seen? And it's, and you and you think, oh well, th- there'll be a bit of calm next week, and there isn't. Then there's something else. Yeah. Then there's something else. And what I loved about this season in particular, and I know some people had issues with it, but what I really liked was the containment. So one episode was just a shareholders meeting, which yeah. for me, as someone who's been involved in business, who teaches business law, I found absolutely fascinating. I wanted to use it in my teaching of like, this is what you know, this is what we do here, even though it's American law, but. Then there's a birthday party. Then there's a wedding. You know, all of these events, these events that are really, you can imagine with these people in particular have so much attached to them that so many things yeah. could happen during the course of a meeting, that so many things could happen through the course of a birthday party. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if that was down to COVID. Well, I was thinking that. Because yeah. they were obviously very, very contained. Yeah. Um, I'll be I loved honest. It. There was my, my slight... My slight reluctance on this is the fact that they are using more and more A-list actors in bit parts. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. But we have... Um, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody and mm-hmm. um, and Alexander Skarsgård. I was about to say, it's not Stellan. Like, it's I, not Stellan. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, and yeah. And, um, but they don't take over, which is the important bit. They, they don't, don't take over. And I think they match the other actors. You don't want someone coming in where you kind of go, oh, you know, and there's a bit of a... You don't want the Brad uh, Pitt in Friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but, and uh, I, mean, I mean, a little bit... Alexander Skarsgård, I, I think I could, I kind of wish that was played a different way, mm-hmm. and I know what they're trying to get at that performance. Yeah, I think, that, yeah, um, I, I wanted to go into it then, but yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, it was just the wrong side of real, um, and yeah, I wish they had played it a slightly different way. Um, just if they wanted to go down that route, I think he could have played it a bit more real. Because in some ways it seems like he's in a different show to everyone else. Do you feel it's just slightly more heightened? Yes. Yeah. It feels a little bit more of a caricature Caricature. of someone Mm -hmm. rather than a natural real being, which is what most of the people... And Adrian Brody in in some ways is the same as well. Mm, But not as as much. Not as much, yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, this is, again, that is the tiniest of criticisms about this show that we sat there... Um, when a show is an hour long, I'm sometimes like rolling my eyes, like even yeah. just that last, just that extra quarter of an hour, just you're sometimes just, pushing me over the, the edge. Time. But yeah, it was Monday night. Put put our son to bed. Yeah. Have tea. We will watch Only Connect, and then we will watch, <laughs> we will watch Succession. Succession. Yeah. yeah. That's our life. That, that that was our routine. Yeah. And I feel a little bit lost since it's gone. It is. Yeah. Although I'm, there's part of me that's a little bit glad of the not the downtime in terms of our life, but the downtime in terms of the the emotional down, yeah. you know, that real feeling of, oh, I can breathe a bit because it's, and again, no, I am not new in saying this, it's so Shakespearean that you're up a height, you're up a height, you're up a height. Yeah. And actually, I mean, we probably need a bit of a break from these yeah. people and from that experience that they are living, you know, that world that they're living in. And I can't wait for it to for it, it to come back. It's going to be a year, isn't it? It least. is, but I think it needs it. I think all of, you know, we, we've had this previously with the show and I think that lovely build-up, that ability to just let it let it breathe 
and for them to do i mean if they do this again i mean i mean how do you but i'm sure they will they're gonna they're gonna write a, a brilliant show and then uh might be, we'll be doing it again <laughs> i don't think imagine it if it, imagine it comes imagine back if awful it was. Imagine, imagine if it, if it was back. Imagine if they turn it into like a situation comedy and uh... <laughs> Well a lot of people say it is a comedy. Like some of the actors say, Oh, it's, oh, not I, a, it's a comedy, but I it, don't think it it's is. It's not a comedy. I, I don't mean, think it's a comedy it, at it, all. It, trust me, it obviously has a lot of very comedic mm. beats in it. But yeah, it's not a comedy. It's a yeah. it's one hundred percent a drama. Yeah. With, with dark, dark, very dark comic moment. yeah, moments yeah. in there. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh but like almost perfect. Almost, you know, we've done perfect. over an hour on uh, on this top top 10 tv oh can't believe it we'll do it quickly then yeah <laughs> yeah all done all done and the next show is our 100th it is our 100 and we we've been chatting about like what should we do other people have like special episodes and everything uh, alas we do not have enough time to sort that stuff out so we will just do a show maybe we should just do like just a really like boring uh, after work drinks and <laughs> yeah, just get yeah, out of the way like, oh yeah Death on the Nile's coming out soon hmm it's out yeah no yes I'd like we'll to talk something. to you about yeah. Bo Burnham's Inside that I watched <laughs> this week and what might hear my thoughts on it yeah 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 that's uh yeah just, just oh actually speaking of that before we finish could I talk about Midnight Mass which is the show that would have made it onto my top 10 don't know where it would have been but it would have made it into my top 10 had I have watched it in 2021. I'm glad this is my house was on there rather yeah, than this, yeah, to be yeah, honest. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so just really, really quickly, um, second shout out for the Cinemile on this pod. Well, I listened to Kathy and Dave from the Cinemile's TV of the year. So they did their best TV, they did their honourable mentions, they did, you know, like worst TV and th- things like that. So they did really, really in-depth review of the year um, with a lot of their listeners adding in their, their ideas as well. So a brilliant episode really recommend people going out and, and listening to that i listened to it and i heard them talk about midnight mass and being really effusive about it and i remember thinking you know what they've been they've talked about it but i've seen i've heard for example the pilot tv podcast talk about midnight mass as well when it first came out because it came out in september last year on netflix it's a mike flanagan tv show he who did the haunting of something like Bly Manor or the house on the hill that's haunted. House on haunted hill. That's it. Anyway, two shows that I will never watch because they're both absolutely ridden with ghosts. And as we know, <laughs> ghosts ain't my thing. I think I watched half an episode of House on Haunted Hill and I was so... Haunting of Hill House. Thank you. <laughs> and I was so scared like I had, to, I had to turn the television off and I would have thrown like a duvet over it if I could because I was terrified just walking around the house because there were shots in there of ghosty ghoulies that come out of nowhere and just like you know when you're just like they were there and then they're not there and then they're there and they're looking at you and yeah so it just wasn't for me so I avoided this latest one thinking oh no it's going to be more of the same um I have consumed Midnight Mass <laughs> in two days. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say that it's not horrible and it's not scary, because it is. And I have done that thing where you fast forward 10 seconds, you fast forward 10 seconds. Or I, I was on the treadmill as well, 
and I looked away, I looked down or I looked up and I was waiting, I was doing that thing where you wait for something to jump out and you wait for something to jump out and you're like, oh, it's going to jump out and then it does and then you're like, no, I'm walking on the treadmill. Don't put me off walking on the treadmill. So yeah, all of that was happening. I can't say very much about this because I didn't know very much about I've it going heard, in. Yeah, you need to. So obviously it's called Midnight Mass. There are religious themes in this. It's one of the best breakdowns I, I think. Uh, like Boston. <laughs> I knew you were going to make a joke. It's one of the best dramas I've seen for quite a long time that really interrogates religion, that really interrogates what it is to have faith and belief and what that is and what that means to you. It looks at a number of issues like addiction, like medicine, like, you know, just community. It's one of the most... (sighs) It's difficult to say powerful when you, you've talked about something like It's a Sin. But it it is one of the most thought-provoking and powerful things I've seen for quite some time in terms of its intensity. Okay. It's, it really has made me think about things and I think it'll stay with me for quite a long time. I had worked out what was happening by episode two and that was a bit annoying because everyone says, oh, don't say it, don't, you know, don't say it, which I'm not, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm not even talking about the, you know, the underlying what happens in the first episode, what the setup is or anything like that. I'm not even going to say who's in it. It just, it just had so much, it made me really, really think about things and there were things in it that I've thought myself and there's things in it that I've shouted at other people for saying to me and it's such an interesting show when you've had grief and you've had people say things you you why are you doing that you're doing a funny face no I'm, is it because it's difficult to explain when yeah like it, without saying anything yeah, yeah 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 it is really really hard to, I think if you watched it you would know what i was talking about but anyway an interrogation of religion interrogation of faith an interrogation of what it is to have belief or no belief and i'm i'll stop there because you're you're doing something with your hands and you're looking at me as if i've yeah no i I just don't want to know anything about it yeah because i'm not saying anything well technically you are i mean you say more than i know more now than all right two minutes ago okay anyway i thought it was brilliant and i i really got a lot out of it and i'll i'll think about it a lot and i'm going to read a lot more about it as well is it better than cruel summer Ooh. oh it's difficult isn't it when you've just watched something it's really difficult when you just watch something you've watched it like episode after episode after episode probably not I would say no, probably not. Well, it sounds it's better, but it's not your yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, it's well, it's a similar it Cruel cool Summer. No, no, I don't think it would. would it's bottom end. Probably no, no, I don't think it would. I think it'd be down the bottom end. Would it go above? Oh, will you stop? Ridley Road. You just is that his name? Ridley Road. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it probably would go above Ridley Road. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay, can would it go above Starstruck? on your that was number four on yours and no yes look i remembered well done yeah anyway so now that we've done that bit that would have been on it yeah it's i think it's only pertinent for us now to say thank you to everyone for listening to us in 2021 yes it's been a brilliant year for us on the podcast not least helped by our line of duty 
podcast which we've talked about at length on this one. Yeah, we need to find something else that we can podcast on yeah. live afterwards. And that, but preferably something that doesn't finish at 10 o'clock. Exactly, Maybe something finishes, you know, about five in the afternoon. That would be nice. Can we do like something on um, tipping point? Yeah, or lingo. Yeah. No. 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 That's massive now. I know. Because of Wordle. Because of Wordle. Yes. Yeah, this is going to date this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just a bit. When everyone's forgotten about Wordle in five days' time, then, uh, yeah. By the time we get it edited. I'm so sick of people on Twitter going, this is my word- Wordle. Of-. And I don't understand. I've not played Wordle. I'm, I'm sure I would love it because I love wordy things. But... And you love lingo. And I love lingo. Well, why yeah. Don't you just type it in and play it. Nah, I just can't be bothered. I'm too busy watching TV shows that I should have watched last year. I normally end up playing it at four o'clock in the morning when oh uh, when someone's awake because because people put it on like the people who people who don't have children who stop up till past midnight will like put it uh, waiting for the thing uh, oh, waiting, a new it one resets every... at midnight oh, right. i can't believe we're talking about wordle on this podcast it, it, oh it's the hot thing in the world mm. um so i see like people on my twitter when i scroll through it when like blake wakes me up mm. so i'm quite often playing it when i get up with blake because I see that on there and then I get angry and uh, because I've, I've run out of letters. Can I get back to thanking everyone for um, staying with us? Look, in what's more important, thanking people <laughs> or, uh, or me talking about my midnight routine of uh, playing Wordle? So thanks everyone for sticking with us in 2021. Probably left us now. Yeah. That's it now. All gone. Yeah. 2022, not going to be a bumper year, Sorry, is it? We'll still get the listens for this one. It's the next <laughs> yeah, time we're the really one. Is it? We're yeah. like looking and going, oh, there's no one listening anymore. Yeah, yeah but in all in all honesty, genuinely, it's, it's been a, a, a great year for us and we've absolutely loved doing the podcast. I can't believe we're nearly up to 100, you know, a one-off 100 episodes. Who knew that that would happen when we first started out doing this? And we've had a brilliant time and thanks to everyone who's been in touch with us. Thanks to everyone who's messaged us to say that they were enjoying what we were saying or disagreeing with what we were saying or I had a message the other day from one of our one of our listeners who said that they'd love to have a t-shirt with the honeymoon pod um that like logo on and all of that sort of stuff so that's just really really lovely I mean we're not doing t-shirts no we? no we're, we're well wow you never know you have a bit of merch you, you get one printed yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll leave a it a singular cup uh, yeah. I think it's a bit cringe for me to put it on what about taking a cup into work? Yeah. I know, that's massive cringe. Do you think so? Yeah. I might do it. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I've I, I drinking it from home in my home office yeah, yeah, yeah. when I'm working from home. Yeah. I'm not taking one into the office. <laughs> oh, can you just imagine? What's, yes, I what, can. What's, in, your what's, what's in your cup? What's in your cup? Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, my, it's my, my podcast. podcast. I it's never mention podcast. this at work. I never mention this at work. <laughs> people don't know about it. Uh, people, yes, they do. No, they don't. No, 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 no. I've mentioned it once, like when we were in the newspaper. Yeah, and um, it is quite difficult to get. You know, when you did you not say, "Look, I've been on. Lo- I'm on local radio this week." Not in the slightest. Yeah, wow. No, okay. No. Interesting. I mentioned it to one of my mates, uh-huh. but yeah, no, I don't. And then someone at work goes, "Oh, you're into your podcast, aren't you?" And I'm like. Yeah. Oh, you should say, say it. No, say no, it. I, 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 you should say. Pe- well, actually, people might have I, seen my Twitter. And, you uh, have, I have my own podcast. Yeah, yeah. I am that person. People might have yeah, got, yeah. people might have looked me up on Twitter and seen like a link to something. <laughs> Bit cringe in it, but yeah. If I had a cup with it on, oh, yeah, it's my podcast. Everyone would just turn around and go, "Dickhead," I would. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll be getting a cup then. Well, if no, anyone, if anyone no wants cups. one, just let us know. Seriously, I'll, if, if someone really wants one, I'll, I'm almost say I'll pay for it. Just, just, <laughs> just for the fun of it. Just for the marketing. Just to, I won't be having one. 
<laughs> we should have given them out for Christmas presents. We should have given them out for Christmas presents. Oh, that's such a good idea. Next Christmas, there yeah, we go. And hopefully everyone Sorted. listens who we know so yeah, all forgotten. Yeah, just yeah. Be, be, remember, they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whilst I am joking about, yeah. thank you so much. It's really, it's it's something that I really enjoy doing, and it's mm-hmm. it's something because I don't have to edit it, um, and it's something that where it's really nice just to just to stop and talk about stuff yeah. because life is quite hectic at times, mm-hmm. and just have that stop and just talk to you. And I hope people say it sounds just like two minutes talking about stuff and there's a reason for that it's because it is uh so please thank you and i think a lot of the stuff that we've just said probably best placed in the hundredth uh a natural celebration of what we've done but yeah we'll see you then we'll see you then back for the hundredth see you later so um do you want to come with me sporus <laughs>